The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we close things out at the Magic Kingdom with Main Street USA, which has a lot more going on than you might imagine. Find old episodes of the podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts, and we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. If you have any questions or show topic ideas, connect with us anytime, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at www.deciphered on Twitter, or we'd really appreciate it if you could like our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As The Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips With Tykes. And welcome back to Disney Decipher. So before we get into the episode today, we're going to take a look at Main Street USA, finish our land-by-land guide in the Magic Kingdom, at least, um, and close it out with uh, where you enter and where you leave at the end of the day. But before we get to that, we just want to do a little bit of housekeeping. First, we want to thank our newest Patreon subscriber from the month of August, Dennis K. Thank you so much. And we also want to thank people who made one-time donations recently by clicking on our one-time donation link. Thank you to Justin C and also Flo K. Thank you all so much for your support. We really appreciate it. If you are interested in supporting us either via Patreon or via one-time donation, you can check us out on patreon.com slash Disney Deciphered. As a reminder, all patrons get our live trip reports when we're in the parks, like uh, Leslie was just in Disneyland uh, this past week. And so, you know, she posted a trip report from there. And also everyone at the Disney Decipherer level or above receives our bonus Disney Deciphered Unfiltered episodes, where we talk a little bit more shop and talk about, you know, what we think about what's going on with Disney World, Disneyland, and what's going on in the Disney parks in general. Also, Leslie, we had one oversight from our Packing a Day Bag episode. Do you want to cover that? Sure. It must have been on my list and I totally forgot it. But thank you to Christy for pointing it out. We did not mention wet wipes or like hand sanitizer or something like that, which this germaphobe always has in her day bag. Although I understand, Joe, you sometimes wing it without. But yeah, that's a necessity because there's so many ways that kids get sticky or you just need to clean something up in a, in a in a hurry and can't get to a park bathroom. So sorry about that, but thanks for Christy for noticing it. Yes. Thanks so much, Christy. All right. So let's get into Main Street. Um, you know, originally we were like, oh, do we even have enough to do an episode on Main Street? But it seems like uh, we might have too much stuff to talk about for Main Street because, you know, Main Street is really kind of where the streetmosphere is, where you get a feel for I guess kind of old school Disney, you know, I think Main Street is one of those places where you can still really feel the presence of Walt Disney in the Magic Kingdom, all the way down to the Walt Disney statue, which you can find in front of the castle. So let's start by talking about the attractions. Uh, I think we might have mentioned it in one of the other lands, but the Walt Disney World Railroad, which is currently uh, not running, is kind of the main attraction there as you walk into Main Street. So Leslie, does your transportation loving son enjoy the railroad? You know, we don't ride 
the railroad in Disney World. And I think it's just because we have the same option in Disneyland, which has all these like wacky ride throughs, <laughs> um, like ancient uh, dinosaurs and things like that. But it, yeah, we skip it, which is crazy. I, I, different strokes for different folks. I think, you know, honestly, Main Street and that whole area is an area that a lot of us probably just take for granted as like a pass through. So it's sometimes easy to, to skip things there. So what about you, Joe? Similarly, we have the oversight, like we always talk about riding it, but you know, we end up not doing it. I, you know, I really do blame the forced march of happiness for this one because the railroad is a great way to kind of relax, take things easy and just kind of enjoy the breeze in your hair as you are going around the parks. And there is like kind of random scenes that you pass through and entertainment as well in Disney world. Um, but yeah, we haven't done it for a long time. Last time though, I actually did try to ride the railroad um, and, you know, I was trying to get on at New Fantasyland and the line was just like way too long. I'm sure it would have moved quickly, but, you know, I was not going to like wait in line for that. So um, I guess that's why we skipped it. But I'm pretty sure my son won't let me get away with him not riding it next time. So um, we're probably going to have to go. The other attraction I've never been because when I'm rope dropping, I'm just running. I didn't find out about this attraction or remember about this attraction until um, Ed Pizzarello did the parkeology thing where he tried to ride like every single ride in one day, but it's the main street vehicles. So Leslie, what are the different vehicles? And you know, this runs kind of only within the first hour or two of the park. Yeah. So there are a bunch of different vehicle types to please the transportation loving kiddos in your family. There's a horseless carriage, a fire engine, an omnibus and a horse drawn streetcar. So a lot of different choices. I don't think I've been on one of them since I was a kid. Let's be honest. Yeah, me neither. But, you know, this is the kind of thing that I just like put blinders on my son and just go. Because if he sees that omnibus, um, which I think you'd probably call a double decker. And if he realized that he could get on it, like he would not let us skip it 100%. So you're keeping the secret for now. <laughs> again, yeah. again, excellent par Disney parenting on this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I hate to say it, but this kid's like lifelong dream is to ride on a double decker and we still have not done it. Uh, we've had plenty of opportunities, but we keep making excuses, but he's getting, he's getting wise to us, I think. Well, definitely don't take him to Universal where he can get on like the night bus or something like that. Yeah, for sure. There's one more, I, I wouldn't say it's like an attraction, but it's a game that you can play called Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. It is another one of these games where you kind of sign up. In this case, um, you actually get a pack of cards, which people like to take as collectibles. These cars are like magic spells. You can only get one a day. It's at the fire station on the left side um, as you enter in to Main Street. And you go to different parts in the park and you use the magic spells to kind of defeat enemies. And, you know, I think there's like something like 70 uh, spells, which means there's like 70 cards to get or something like that. You can only get one pack a day. You have to use them. If you're not using them, somehow they like cut you off from the game and you can't get any more packs. So like you can't just go and collect them. You have to actually play the game. But I think for kids who are like Pokemon lovers or card lovers, I guess no one plays Yu-Gi-Oh anymore, but that was big uh, back in the day. I think this is the kind of thing that would really appeal to them. It's a souvenir that's quote unquote free. And, you know, you can play games in the park and, and explore the parks um, while doing that. So another one of the things that I'm going to pretend doesn't exist for a while. Definitely. I don't think my kids would be interested. This is definitely like one of those niche things that I think is not always a hit with everybody. So your miles may, may vary. All right, well, let's dive into the characters because, again, like I run past them because they're slowing my progress to the rides and the rest of the park. But there are quite a lot of characters on Main Street USA. 
let's take a quick aside here. I'm like you, Leslie. I do like run through your Main Street USA to get to the rides and stuff like that. But I have found at the end of the day or in the middle of the day, you know, it is the kind of area where I'm hanging around for a while. Um, and it is worth hanging around. Sometimes this happens after I go to visit the characters because I often can't get a fast pass or it's not worth using a fast pass or even rope dropping at the beginning of the day. So in Town Square Theater, you can meet two characters, technically three, but that's going to end on September 30th. Um, so there's a Mickey meet and greet, which right now is a Mickey and Minnie meet and greet for their 90th birthday. They're wearing those confetti suits that we've discussed before and we won't discuss again. And you can also meet Tinkerbell. Those are two separate fast passes. I'm assuming after September 30th, it's going to revert back to the regular Mickey. Not sure if it'll be the talking Mickey or not, but that's in Town Square Theater on the right side of Main Street as you enter. Did you ever see the talking Mickey? I never did. <laughs> oh, well. And you may never will. Yeah, I may yeah. never will. Yes, great grammar. Great grammar. <laughs> Try, again, Try again, Try no, again. No. I'm going to leave it in. I'm going to leave it in. All right. <laughs> but if your kid wants to see Mickey, um, that's kind of the place to go. Two more characters in Main Street USA, Pluto and Snow White. Where can you find those, Joe? Yeah, so two characters. The first one is Snow White. I often see her outside of Town Square Theater on the way out from the Mickey meet and greet. There's a little like gazebo there um, that she hangs out in. And then also there's uh, what are called flagpole characters. So it's not one character. It used to be Pluto all the time, but he's uh, currently at Pete's Silly Sideshow. And Disney just announced that even when Minnie goes back to Silly Sideshow on October 1st, um, Pluto might be like wandering around or something. Although, who knows? Anyway, so in the mornings, uh, there are flagpole characters, basically characters hanging out at the flagpoles. They're there to slow people down who are trying to rush into the parks and get to the attractions. But it's kind of a rotating cast of characters right now, like Judy Hopps, Remy, Friar Tuck from Robin Hood. Those are all characters that I've heard are out there at the flagpole. But you kind of never know who's going to be there. And honestly, I think it is possible that Pluto goes back there regularly. So, you know, just make sure you keep an eye out. Uh, check your app about what's going on and which characters are where. Yeah, most definitely. These things change pretty pretty rapidly on the fly. So you do really have to check same day. Don't make any promises to your children about a specific character <laughs> in advance because these these really can change on a day-by-day basis. That's great advice. You just We should have saved that for Disney Do's and Don'ts. <laughs> Spoiled it. Spoiler alert. Yes, yeah. All right, so let's talk about some of the random attractions. Um, and this is kind of like that street atmosphere. It's kind of what I love about Walt Disney World, uh, aside from the rides and the Force March of Happiness. Last time I was at the parks with my son in January, um, we were walking on the way out and we ran into one of these, I'm not even sure if attractions is the right word, but entertainment options. Um, the Dapper Dance, which are a barbershop quartet, they were just standing by Main Street Station, by the train station, and they were singing some songs. And like on our way out, we just stopped and hung out there for a little while and just listened to them. There's a lot of these kind of things that happen. If you're not there at the right time, you'll miss them. But it's one of those great things that when they are there, you know, I just stop, we just often stop and hang out and listen. So there's the Dapper Dance. What else is there, Leslie, that is uh, entertainment that you can find on Main Street? Yeah, so there's a pianist in front of Casey's Corner, they're the citizens of Main Street. I haven't spent a lot of time interacting with them. Have you, have you seen any of them? Yeah, so I've seen them wandering around. So the kind of, to me at least, the ones I see get the most hype are the suffragettes. 
it must be from like the twenties or something, but there are three women dressed up in like flowery gowns, but they're like demanding women's rights, demanding the right to vote, um, often in good humor and good fun. And they'll, they'll stop for pictures, but there's also like a mayor. There's like a fireman who wanders around. There's just like random people. Like, I think the point is for main street to kind of feel like an actual town, like an actual old school Americana USA town. So you will see um, various citizens of main street USA wandering around, but you know, the suffragettes, those are the ones that last time I was there, there was a few people like lined up to take pictures of them. So we didn't stop, but you know, that's kind of a nice photo op. Um, and I'm guessing that since there's so many photo pass people like right there, um, they'd be happy to help you take the picture. So, you know, you can get on your photo pass as well. So um, they're really cool though. They're pretty funny. I was listening to some of the stuff that they were saying and um, you know, it's just tongue in cheek humor fighting for the women's right to vote. Come on, Leslie, that's, that's your kind of thing. I can totally get behind that. But I have to say my absolute favorite are the Dapper Dans. I married an acapella singer. So I have a soft spot in my heart for uh, the Dapper Dans. And if, if if I've spent any time on Main Street USA, it is watching the Dapper Dans. I mean, that is like probably 90% of my time on Main Street. Yeah, that's a weird flex, Leslie. I, I know. A acapella singer. I well, know. Congratu- <laughs> congratulations, I guess. I mean, I guess um, he has like a real job, but like he's saying acapella in college. Does so. he? Does he? <laughs> Not professional. <laughs> when he retires and becomes a jungle crew skipper, he will be uh, singing. He's got to put some acapella into his act. So make sure you tell him I said that. I agree with you, though. The Dapper Dance are amazing. They're really great to listen to. Casey's Pianist is really good, too. You know, I always run into the pianist when we're at Casey's Corner, like eating. You know, he's out there. And that's when, you know, if you're eating outside, it's just great. You have live music, live entertainment um, as you're going along. Those things to me are kind of low-key entertainment. There is more high-key entertainment. Uh, Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair, which is the new kind of show in front of the castle where they bring out a lot of characters, and things like that. I have not gotten the chance to stop and see it. I'm pretty sure Tiana comes out and um, a lot of other characters that are singing, Mickey and Minnie, obviously. Uh, um, and so, you know, it's a great show to see. We have talked about this before, but, you know, for kids or adults who aren't super into riding the attractions or aren't into the ride shows like this, you know, they're good 20 minutes of entertainment and they're all good. I know shows aren't your type of thing, Leslie, but it's uh, the kind of thing where, you know, it's nice to stop and watch for 10 minutes or watch the whole thing. Um, My kids love this stuff. So, you know, we'll stop whenever it's happening. I totally agree. I will catch the show in front of the castle and we don't have an equivalent at Disneyland. So I do appreciate it a little bit more on my Disney world trips. All right. So I think uh, next we should cover the parades. Um, let's first talk about, it's not completely a parade, but the Move It, Shake It, Mask It, Dance It party, which I've talked about my kids liking in the past. It's not a full parade because it just goes from next to the fire station and then kind of makes that loop in the circle in front of the castle. And then the floats stop there and they do like a dance party. They have cut this down or the rumor is that they're going to cut it down to only twice a day instead of three times a day. But again, this is kind of one of those things, especially for young kids where they can dance with, well, the characters are in the floats dancing, but they can also dance with like the cast members who are dancing along. Um, so my kids like that stuff. Um, they like to watch uh, less than they like to participate. I don't know. Are your kids dancers? My youngest will, but my 10 year old's too cool for school now. I hear that. So yeah, it's definitely geared more towards younger kids, um, but it's some good entertainment there. And then there's of course, um, since we haven't covered it in any of the other lands, the Festival of Fantasy Parade, which is the big parade. Maleficent's dragon is back. Is the dragon breathing that fire? I can't remember what's the latest on that. <laughs> I don't know. So, n- now with less fire, I would presume. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
with major uh, technical safety modifications. Indeed, indeed. So it doesn't catch fire again if you don't know what we're referencing. You know, I think it's a great parade. The parade is not only on Main Street, it goes all the way through Frontierland. And I often catch it by Liberty Square. You can set up near Sleepy Hollow and you can watch it like kind of as it goes across the bridge. You're not right up close to it, but uh, with my kids and the fire, they don't want to be right up close to it anyway. Most definitely. All right. Well, any other parades or shows that we've missed or should we move on to food? Two that I haven't seen, although I've actually seen one in Hong Kong, and this is going back to the low-key type entertainment, but the Main Street Philharmonic, which is essentially a marching band, they are out a few times a day playing music. I've seen it in Hong Kong, but I haven't seen it in Disney World. And then also the trolley show, which I think, I'm not exactly sure what happens, but I think a trolley comes out and there's, it doesn't matter because if it's a show and a trolley's involved, we're going to have to stop if we ever run into it. Like I said, when you're wandering through Main Street, you kind of never know what you're going to run into. So uh, it's pretty cool. Most definitely. All right. So let's move on to food. Let's start with the quick service options. You can eat at Casey's Corner, which is hot dogs. Definitely a favorite. I, I, there's not a lot of, I think it's all stand up, right? There's no seating. No, there's seating. There's some inside and there's some outside. Very little because so many people eat there. That's right. I remember standing up the last time I ate there. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like kind of stand up tables. I like Casey's, but it is a little bit too much bread for me. I usually like cut that in half and the fries are uh, good and we'll eat that. There's also the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor where you can get ice cream, but we never stop there because we just get Mickey bars instead. And there's also the Main Street Confectionery that you can stop at. There are a couple of table service restaurants, uh, the Plaza Restaurant, which I have never been to. So, um, you know, we'll just kind of move on from that. I, I don't think I've ever heard anything about that restaurant. I, I think it's just kind of a restaurant that most that a lot of people just kind of skip over. But the big one, and the one that I think deserves your time is Crystal Palace, which is a character buffet with the characters from Winnie the Pooh. So Winnie the Pooh, Eeyore, Tigger, Piglet. Um, It's a really great restaurant, really great food, really great meet and greet. I really like that place. um, And it's always incredibly crowded. Yeah, I've never been able to get a reservation because I don't ever plan enough in advance. But definitely a great one for kids who want to get their character time in. And then there's also uh, Tony's Town Square, which um, I've definitely heard bad things about, but it is Italian food in Main Street. So uh, if you want to eat there, you know, you can check that out. And if you've eaten there before, um, please let us know how it is. All right. So a couple of miscellaneous things that we think you should know about Main Street USA. Pop quiz. Do you remember where the baby center is? So the baby care center is on the left as you come down Main Street USA, almost as you get to Crystal Palace, so just beyond Casey's. And what can uh, mothers find at the baby center or dads if they need to go there? Yes, we're equal opportunity on the baby changing duty over here on Disney Deciphered. Um, Yes, you can find all sorts of baby supplies. I mean, you can get diapers, you can get, you know, wipes, things like that. They have baby food and some additional kinds of supplies that you might need. So, but it's also a great place like to take a break and if you, if for moms to nurse or pump and uh, they're tiny toilets for toddlers who are potty training. I love that part. Yeah. And of course it's Disney world. So they're changing room. Uh, they're changing pads in every single bathroom, but there they have a lot of them. Um, it's a little bit cleaner because they have those kind of disposable sheets that you need to pull. I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to a baby center to change a baby, but if I was near a baby center, I'd rather go there than a restroom. One thing that my wife has said for nursing mothers out there, or even if you're feeding with a bottle, it is very interesting that all four parks at Disney World have different 
nursing chairs. Um, so, you know, she had some that she preferred more than others, although I can't remember now because uh, it's been a while since um, she's nursed in a park. So, um, you know, bear that in mind. I think Magic Kingdom was okay. I, I want to say that Animal Kingdom was the best in her estimation way back when. I love that we're ranking the nursing chairs. <laughs> it's important. It's, impo- it it's important for that, you know, for whatever time. There's 20 minutes. And, that, yeah. A couple times a day. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And of course, it's very nice and cool in there. So it's a great way to beat the heat. All right. So let's close things out with shops. I was tempted to just be like, yes, all these shops and Main Street have their own names. But really, it's just Main Street USA to me is just like one huge shop, especially going up the left side. You know, you can just go from the beginning of Main Street all the way to the end of Main Street. And it's just shopping, shopping all the way until Casey's Corner. Do you like to shop at this at the shops on Main Street, do you like like to buy your souvenirs there or kind of what is your plan? On your way out, of course, since on your way in, you're just rushing straight through. Yeah, it's always on the way out. Yeah, I don't distinguish between the shops either. They're just, you know, I know sort of roughly where different items are sold. But then, you know, every year or two, Disney will even shift that around. So you had to learn it again. But yeah, yeah, it's there are plenty of choices there. I find the shopping on Main Street to be more extensive than you'll find in a, lo- a lot of places. So I do try to make time even after park close because remember the shops stay open an hour after the official park closing time. So you can continue to spend your money. Of course, of course. Yeah, so the left side I think is as you're going down Main Street is I think it's technically called the Emporium, but I'm not sure if the name changes as you go down. Because eventually, like I said, you get all the way to Casey's Corner. You know, that's the place to go to buy your souvenirs. My kids, you know, love going through there. And like you said, Leslie, it has like kind of the most stuff. Um, Not all the unique stuff, but you probably can find something that you or your child will be happy going home with there. Uh, On the right side, I want to highlight there are some random shops that like I literally have never gone into. Like there's a shop that like sells jewelry. Uh, There's a barber shop. Like a lot of people like to have their kids first haircut at the barber shop. There's Crystal Arts, which I think is I think is like figurines and stuff like that. I really I rarely go into the shops uh, on the right side of Main Street. And there's also the Art of Disney, which is Main Street Cinema. And sometimes they show various movies in there in Disneyland. Of course, they uh turned it into a merchandise section for a while until people metaphorically started turning the tables over. (laughs) I don't know where you fell on that uh, controversy. I know this is a random aside. (laughs) Oh, I was really mad. And uh, it's a must, it's a must do at Disneyland for my family. And in fact, I was just there yesterday. They've added benches and gotten rid of the merchandise. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. So there are those shops, but I think the most important shop on the right side of main street to most people is that is where Starbucks is. And uh, I think that is where people like to go to get their coffee at any time during the day. So cross-branding at its finest. Indeed. Indeed. I will not judge you coffee drinkers, but maybe I'll judge a little bit. I mean, we drink like seven Diet Cokes a day. So <laughs> who who are we to judge? <laughs> Very true. All right. So that does it for most of Main Street USA. Like I said, there's kind of like a lot of stuff packed in there. So I'm sure we missed something. If we missed something, please let us know. Email us anytime, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at www.deciphered on Twitter, or you can connect with us on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Before we close it out, we want to do a Disney do or don't. Main Street is so expansive. Let's do two. Leslie, why don't you go first? Quick Disney do. 
So sometimes when things get crowded on Main Street USA, the best pathway to take is to cut through those interconnected shops that Joe mentioned. It's good sometimes in the morning if people are moving slow or during parades, if the walkways are jammed. So consider that. And what's yours, Joe? Yeah, so my Disney do is stop multiple times on Main Street with the PhotoPass photographers for multiple reasons. Number one, um, there are multiple photo, photo, photo pass photographers and they're at like kind of different distances from the castle. So the shot will look different. Um, and you know, they're facing different directions because you can have the train station in the background or you can have the castle in the background. That's number one. Number two, the photos look different at different times during the day and you might like one more than the other. And then thirdly, you know, I think this is one of the iconic shots and reminder, even if you don't have photo pass, you can give them your camera and they'll be happy to take it for you. This is kind of one of the iconic shots at Disney World for you to remember your Disney vacation. Um, and so, you know, to me, it's worth getting extra shots um, and making sure, you know, you get one that you really like. And a lot of times, you know, there's not even that long of a line in the beginning of the day. Um, and towards the end of the day, yeah, there's like long lines. But, you know, in the middle of the day, often you only have to wait bet- behind one or two people to take these shots. So, you know, I think it's definitely worth the wait. I totally agree. All right. Well, thanks so much. Like I said, let us know if we missed anything. This closes out the Magic Kingdom. We probably will look at the other theme parks at Disney World more in depth like we did with Magic Kingdom, although maybe not section by section since it's not as expansive. Connect with us anytime. If you are enjoying the podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this podcast and subscribe. All right. We'll talk to you all next week. Thanks so much, Leslie. And I will see you underneath the Main Street train station. Thanks, Jeff. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 